Hello, my name is Noah, and this is the Young Leader Podcast. Today we've got a really fun episode. I will be joined by my good friend, Ben Bender. Welcome to the show, Ben. Dude, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Dude, I'm happy to have you here. Um, Full circle. (laughs) Full circle. So what you might not know is me and Ben actually knew each other when we were like, what, like 10? Yeah, like 8 or 10. 8 or 10. And we were just running around the forest. We were playing Cowboys and Indians or whatever game we made up. All day long. Um, reconnected in college. You know, Ben is an amazing musician. He wouldn't tell you this, but I'll tell you. <laughs> you will be hearing his music one day on the radio. It goes without saying. Too easily. Too easily. <laughs> but um, he's also an amazing business mind. Um, we got to work together on many projects. Um, we worked together as co-workers at Voice of the Martyrs. Yeah. Um, Great guy, great mind. We're here to pick his brain, have some conversation about leadership, but thank you so much. Dude, I would be remiss if I did not reciprocate everything that you just said. Stop. So, Stop. fantastic guitarist, songwriter. The world needs to hear <laughs> Noah Ross's music. It's an actual need. I don't know but about yeah. that. <laughs> anyways, anyways um, let's just jump right into it yeah. because you know I feel like leadership is something that we both love we're both yeah. passionate about it we've both um, had the opportunity as young leaders to lead in respective areas and I mean we're both in this season I feel like where we're we're learning our first job out of college you know yeah. and so maybe just talk about kind of what that transition's been like for you um, coming out of college and right into the workforce you know yeah so yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, I just got started in uh, a marketing firm here in Tulsa mm-hmm. as well. Um, I'm more on like the organic search side, and so uh, what's interesting about the environment that I'm in is there's a lot of really established people. Mm. Um, probably same like yeah. in your environment as well. Right. And uh, so one thing we talked a lot about in college is Patrick Lencioni has that book, you know, the um, the ideal team player. Mm. He talks about being humble, hungry, and smart. And yeah. I think what yeah. I struggled with in college was being hungry. Yeah. Um, and so I think the biggest transition that I've kind of had to make and the biggest realization that I've had is like, you gotta be hungry. Mm. You know, you can be humble and you can be smart. Um, I think oftentimes those are the two aspects actually that come naturally. Yeah. It's the hunger that you have right. to foster. Yeah, you have to like really kind of stir yourself up and be like, yeah. okay, I'm going to tackle this project. Or exactly. I'm going to handle my business, so I relate to that for Exactly, sure. exactly. Yeah. Um, there's that proverb that talks about, uh, he who doesn't work doesn't eat. Mm, and it's yeah. like, it's kind of dramatic, it's kind of harsh, yeah. but in that way, it's like, you, you could kind of translate that to the business world now and be like, he who doesn't want it, doesn't mm-hmm. get it, Yeah. you know? Um, right. And so in kind of a, just a personal growth way, I've had to be like, all right, these are things that I want, these are the steps that I have to put in to, to, to get there. Yeah. And then just it's just waking up that day and, yeah. and putting in those steps, just doing Dude, it. That is so good. Yeah. Come on. I mean, just cut the show. I mean, that's good right there. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm, no. I'm kind of fired up to go to work tomorrow now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But uh, I really like what you said about being that ultimate team player because I feel like um, that is the role of like that entry level job. Yeah. You know, it's like you're coming in to to learn, but to also provide value, you know? And so with that in mind, you know, I know we're both um, in the marketing world, in the business world, B2B, B2C, whatever it is. um, How do you balance being humble enough to like take criticism and to learn, Mm. but also balance like the value and the worth that you bring to a company? Like, I feel like that's something 
worth talking about. Absolutely. Love to hear your thoughts on that. That's a fantastic question. So how do you balance like being humble? Yeah, being humble, but also confident, like your abilities. Oh, that's such a good question. I think that, um, I think that it it comes, I think that honestly comes back to hunger too. Mm. Because if you want it, then you'll be willing to put aside some of what you know about yeah. yourself. Maybe put, a, put aside some of that pride. Yeah. 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 Um, and realize that like, okay, there are people who have been doing it longer than me. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they're For better sure. than me necessarily. Sure. Right. Um, but they've got really good things that even if I end up being, for lack of a better phrase, better at that job than they do. Mm-hmm. They've got things that they're going to teach me. There's yeah. there's wisdom to glean here. Right. I think that's something that I've really been learning recently is like in any scenario you're in, there's something to learn. Oh, there's wow. never not something to learn. Yes. So if you open yourself up to like, not all this may be my, it, it, you know, you're not going to get your dream job right out of yeah. college. Like it might not be my dream job, might not be my dream gig. Right. But like God's got stuff for me mm. here. Yes. So if you're, you're there if for you, a reason. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So if you open yourself up to that, I think, um, you get something that's better than a resume builder, which is just you build personal capital. Yes, you know, you become a good. more effective person, a more well-rounded person. Yeah, wow. I yeah. think I don't know. Yeah, no, I think so yeah. too. I mean, that sounds yeah. great. Like, I feel like I even just went through this this morning. You know, yeah. um, on a project, I was working real hard on it. I thought I did a great job, and I yeah. I gave it to my superiors, and and he was like. He's like, here, come in here, let's talk about this. And uh, yeah. <laughs> basically, like, stripped it down. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, um, I'm kind of growing through it, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, I definitely see that. I could definitely be better there. Um, but I went back to my desk, and I was kind of like, dang, I yeah. thought that was really good, you know? Yes. And so that kind of led me to kind of approach him again a second time and yeah. be like, I totally get it. Like, you're, it's your job to correct me. In fact, I need correction. Right. You know, like, right. I, there's... I've been here for like three months. You yeah, know, I don't know everything, but I do think that this part of what I wrote makes sense here. Yeah, and so almost politely and respectfully asking, you know, okay, I get it, but but why why is it this way, and not that way? You know, almost Absolutely. asking. Um, we talked about it last episode, asking questions with the intent to understand. Yes, and I feel like just growing through. Through that situation, it's just like, okay, you know, I can stand up for myself and still be like, like explain it to me, but still be humble at the same time, you know? Because I mean, the last thing a team member wants or um, a coach wants or a boss wants is someone who's unteachable. Exactly. You know, and I feel like having that that learner's heart is is huge. Yeah. For sure. I, I can't remember the exact reference, but there's that proverb that says, you know, a fool despises wisdom and instruction. Yes. Or maybe it's Psalm. I think it's. Despises correction. Yes. Despises correction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Something. yeah. Anyway, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I obviously know the Bible super well. Right. Super well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's you know, it's it's that it's that knowing that there's there's always something I can get better. I've been working on kind of like my own personal manifesto of advertising. Mm. It's like what are the things before I put together any project? Yeah. What are the things that I want to just automatically believe about myself? And one of them is that. I will never not be able to get better. Mm, There's always going to be a way that I can That's get good. better. So if I if I know that about myself, if I know that I haven't peaked yet, then I know that somebody out there has something to tell me. Yes. And that's where like you get you get a lot more open to criticism to be like, okay, this isn't a bad, this isn't pulling me back. This is pushing yeah. me forward. Oh, dude. This is just making me better. Yeah. Um, we had that with like a a customer. We were writing a job post for him. He needed to hire an employee, so we were writing a job post. Yeah. And uh, he wanted it to be super engaging, lots of pizzazz, like, and so we wrote. We wrote 
like we thought it had all the pizzazz in the mm-hmm. world and sent it to him and he gave us this email that just absolutely obliterated wow. it yeah and we were like okay yeah <laughs> like, uh, cool right. yeah. yeah so it's back up and sorry yeah, yeah exactly but it's like all right how can i take what i know about this and and learn how to write yeah. meaningfully but also with the adjustments that he's made come on like I, i've just added a new tool to my tool belt, yeah you know um, you know a great book um that i recommend to you and uh to you, if you haven't read it, you might have. I, I mean, you're a genius. I probably have but, um, It's called Mindset by Carol Dweck. Um, I haven't read that. And it's too. a beautiful, beautiful book. Um, and it basically talks about the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. Ooh. And so the fixed mindset says, you know, this is just the way I am and I can't change it, you know. Yeah. Um, I'll always be a bad writer. I'll always be no good. It's just who I am, you know. It's so-and-so's fault for not teaching me. It's their right. fault. Um, it's never not mine. You know what I mean? Yep. And it takes that concept and it compares it to the growth mindset that says, hey, I'm not the best writer right now. But you know what I can do? I can work on it. Yeah. I can go um, put in extra hours. I can show up a little earlier, um, take a class, watch some videos, you know, who knows, maybe speak to a mentor about it. Yeah. And I can grow out of where I am currently. That's so good. And I think... I mean, dude, if you can do that, like, I see it all the time on, like, the LinkedIn, like, advertising. Like, there's, you know, yes. there's LinkedIn. Can we talk about this for a second? LinkedIn influencers. Yes. Like, LinkedIn influencers, they, they'll post the, I saw a dog walking through the street. He was late for a job interview. <laughs> but it turns out he was Jeff Bezos' dog, and I gave him a treat, and I got hired. It's a, just the yeah. random stories. Yeah. I, I think they're all lies. Anyways. Um, it's the worst. What was I saying? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Anyways, <laughs> LinkedIn. Uh, but I saw this um, this post from one of them, and it was, and it said like, um, Excel can be taught, sheets can be taught, yeah. um, all these skills they can be taught. But what you can't teach is character, teachability, mm-hmm. like being a a great person, having compassion. You know, all these yeah. character traits that you know, are pretty ingrained in a person by the time they hit the workforce. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it brings to this, it brings this case to where it's like, you know, we can hire for character, but we can always teach skill later. Yeah. You know? And if we yeah. just get a great person in a, in a role, we'll bring them up, we'll coach them up, we'll show them how we do things. Absolutely. But, I mean, yeah. Shout yeah. out to LinkedIn. A hundred percent. Influencers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we love, we love the LinkedIn Yeah. World. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good point, though, because, like, in this is this is probably an overstatement, but in a sense, if you're a teachable person, there's there's nothing that can be done that you can't do. Mm. I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. Is there's a lot of things that can be done that they can't do because mm-hmm. they don't have the capacity to learn it. Yeah. But if you have the capacity to learn, there's literally nothing that can be done that yeah. you can't do personally because you, you can learn it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Can. That's what's awesome. Dude, so, that's great. That's I love sick. that, man. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. So, first job out of college, you know. Yeah. Um, and kind of going back to being that teammate, you know, how are some ways that you are a good coworker or a good teammate mm. um, in the office, you know, on the call, in a meeting with a client, you know, what are, what are things that have been um, working for you? Yeah, so my company has kind of a unique situation right now. Um, when COVID hit, we went totally remote. Mm. And, uh, and then my company has been doing kind of a, uh, an office transition 
taking advantage of the remote capabilities yeah. that COVID gave us. So we're actually still 100% remote, the whole wow. company, and we've got people in um, Kentucky, Arizona, several people here, home base in Oklahoma. Okay. Okay. Um, and then a few have started working in our new office. We even got people in like Colombia, Nicaragua. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's it's a very like, uh, it's an interesting environment because nobody is actually there in mm -hmm. person. Um, so we all get on a Zoom call every day. It's just our, it's like our Zoom office. Yeah, right. Um, and so I think with that, um, it's maybe even more important than, than when you're in person to be present. Mm. Because, you know, like one thing we've seen with the advent of social media and the internet is that people are more connected than ever and right. also lonelier than ever. Absolutely. I yeah. think it's similar in the workplace. People are more connected than ever with resources like mm. Zoom. Um, but if you're not really intentional about being present, um, the company culture can feel that more, that wow. much more disjointed. Yeah. So I think it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's leaving your video on when you don't necessarily have to, mm. it's making sure that you're, you're ready to go by your computer when somebody has a question. So I think a lot of it is just, um, redefining what being present looks yeah. like. You know, it's, it's being like, if somebody needs something, I want to, even if I don't have the answer, I want yeah. to at least be there to listen to oh, the that's good. problem yeah. to help them get there. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. huge. Having I think that's one thing having that like servant's heart yeah. to just kind of be like, you know, this isn't my problem. Um, they may not even be my area of expertise, but I'm going to make sure that you're taken care of. Exactly. Um, that exactly. goes such a far, just such a long way. I feel like, I mean, even, yeah. um, gosh, anywhere, you know, yeah. like uh, when you feel seen, when you feel like somebody actually cares about, about you or helping you, it's like, Oh, well, geez, like, well, let me help you. Exactly. You know, like, let me, let me do something for you or, um, yeah, like how can I reciprocate that? Yeah. So that's really, that's really powerful. Actually, I'm yeah. gonna try and use that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's I think it's simple and it's kind of cliche almost in a way because everybody mm -hmm. says that you yeah. know like be right. present right. Um, but I think we say it so often because it's so needed. Yeah, you know it's necessary. Yeah, it's yeah. very necessary. I've noticed too the people who I think make the biggest impact in not just my workplace but yeah. even other workplaces are uh, there's this guy his name's Jesse I love him. Mm -hmm. um, he's an executive with my company and he'll kick off our Monday meetings. We have kind of Monday regroup meetings, threat level Monday. Yeah. As, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, and he, he would say like, I, I noticed, I actually just noticed this Monday on our call, every single call. He's like, well, good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Hope you're doing well. That one phrase, hope you're doing well, like changes the mood. Mm. Cause it's like, here's a guy, um, who has, he has business to get down to. Yeah. Uh, but he's, he's intentionally taking that few seconds right. to just be like, I hope your well-being is how it's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, it's I think huge. that's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a, it's not like a, like a profound thing, but it's like exactly. saying like, Hey, like, hope you're doing good. Checking yeah. in, um, builds credibility for sure. Yeah. Like. He's a, he's a busy guy. You kind of talked about this with, uh, Mr. Green mm. from Hobby Lobby. Yeah. You know, it's, he's a busy guy. He's got places to be. He's got things to right. do. Uh, but he's taking that moment to just be like, there's bigger things in the world than business, oh, you know? So true. Like you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it blew me away. I mean, yeah, we're gonna, uh, Mr. Green, I feel like he's going to be on this like a uh, podcast a lot. Just some of the stories right. I just see him, seeing him. Yeah. Um, but like the, the details that he would do like around the office, like, um, he shows up to work every single day, just yeah. like a normal person. So like when I'm walking in, um, to my part of Hobby Lobby, you know, he's coming in too. Yeah. And so he's walking up and down the aisles, you know, making sure everything's looking good and um, just led from the front. So I'm really grateful that I got to learn a lot from him. Such a good example. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Dude, that's awesome. Um, kind of switching gears a little bit, but not. Yeah. Um, 
how are ways that you see God come up in your work, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, as believers, I feel like it can be easy to kind of be like, here's my church flow and here's my work flow. Yeah. You know, yeah. they don't really intersect. Right. And so, because I know I've been guilty of that for sure. Yeah. Um, but what are some ways that you feel like your faith crosses over with your work? That is a good question. Um, so, yeah, that's, I think one thing that's cool about being a Christian is that when when Christ indwells your life, like by nature, nothing that you touch is 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 free from his touch. Wow. You know? So yeah. that's one thing to just keep in mind is like if you're a believer, everything that you do um should have Jesus imprinted mm. on it somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um and that doesn't mean that it's it's by you, you know, screaming evangelism everywhere mm -hmm. you go, but something that you do it needs to have like his face printed yeah. on it. Wow. You know? Um with that being said, for me, um, one of the ways that it manifests is uh, being being overly kind and positive. Mm. Um, I do think that that there is a positivity culture can be like a little bit excessive sometimes. Yeah. It's like yeah, sometimes we have bad Turn days. Down, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your life is not that great. You're not yeah. that happy, <laughs> right? Yeah, no. but. Um, but also, there's just a lot of really terrible things happening in the yeah, world. And sure. when you're like, no, I'm actually having a good day today. Mm. Well, why are you having a good day? Yeah. I'm just blessed, man. Yeah. Because that, that's a true statement. Right. I am blessed. Yeah. Like, crazy blessed. For sure. Um, I'm blessed to have this job. I'm blessed to have the friends and the family and that I have. Um, and so when you show up with that, with that positive attitude, you make everybody else's lives easier. Mm. Um, I think wow. one of the things that we see Jesus doing throughout the Gospels is everywhere he went, he said a lot of really hard things. Yeah. He said things that were super hard to digest, super hard to unpack. But one of the things that he did most consistently is he just made people's lives better. Right. What right. things he said, um, healing yeah. and, and, and casting out demons, he, was, he existed to, to bring his Father glory mm -hmm. and make people's right. lives better. Wow. Um, and so I think showing up with a positive attitude being accessible, being present, being helpful, mm -hmm. um, and making people's lives better is is one way that, as a believer, even if you're not allowed to explicitly talk about his name in the workplace, or, or it's you know it's kind of yeah. awkward or whatever, like make people's lives better. Yeah, you know, definitely. And, and, there, and then you're walking in the footsteps of Jesus, like Jeez. in your workplace. Yeah. you know, that's so good. I think that's one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, I love that answer. Yeah. Oh man, for me, I feel like it's been trying to do like my work unto the Lord. Yes. You no. Know? Because I feel like, um, you know, you, we get this job and we're like, yes, I'm an adult. I'm in the real world. I'm in the business world. Yeah. And it's like this high, you know. And yeah. then eventually, though, you do come down from it. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, it's Monday. It's a great Monday, but it's, you know, I'm going to work. Yes. You know? Yes. And I feel like I got into this rut where I was just kind of like doing like, like half-hearted work, you know. Yeah. And... I feel, and I, I mean, I read this, um, gosh, probably a few weeks ago, and it really like, kind of woke me up. It's like, well, do all things as unto the Lord, you know, yeah. not for man. Yeah. And I know, like, as for me personally, um, and I know we're both kind of wired the same, people-pleasing. Yes. It's huge. Yes. A huge thing um, for us, you know, the, the type three in the business oh world, gosh, you know what bro. I mean? Yep. It's like, uh, how can I show my worth? How can I, you know, achieve, achieve, achieve? Yeah. And... Um, but then I realized, like, geez, like, am I kind of getting to this point where I'm just not even involving, you know, God? And I'm just kind of yeah. trying to do it, like, in my own strength for my own gain, you know? Yeah. When I realized, no, like, I'm here to serve my boss, 
you yeah. know, I'm here to serve the clients. I'm here to serve my coworkers, you know, exactly. whoever that we come around with. And that's why I love that you said that everything that we do should reflect Jesus, yeah. you know, because yeah. I mean, what kind of, you know, message am I sending if I'm, you know, not reflecting Jesus right. um, in a right. place where I am for most of the day, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not just like a switch we can turn off and on, you know? It's, yeah. At least that's not how it's supposed to be. Exactly, so, exactly. Because, yeah. like, if, you know, it, I'm, I'm pretty open about the fact that I'm a believer yeah. at work and everything. Right, and, and, and your work is, is not as... It's pretty secular, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's you know, there. The, I work with several believers, but the, yeah. the environment isn't necessarily overtly Christian. Gotcha. Um, and so, you know, what does it what does it look like if I'm like, yeah, like I I follow this Jesus guy, mm-hmm. um, but they can't see that he's made any practical impact on right. the way that I conduct my yeah. business or wow. the way that I interact with other people. Like, mm-hmm. am I doing awesome work? If not, Jesus is now irrelevant to that workplace yeah. in their minds. Yeah, you know. Um, and so I think that's one thing that, that is like you and I, so you and I were on worship team together and everything. And one thing that I always pray before worship sets is like, help us make you look really good. Mm. And what I've been convicted about, like, even as we're having this conversation is like, I don't really pray that about my work life. Wow. Like I just forget to care about it, you know? Um, but it's like, man, I should be praying that like, God, help me, help me make you look really good in the way that I write copy for a restoration company, right. not just in yeah. the way that I stand on stage and sing, mm-hmm. you know, um, like different environments. And it's hard to feel the same fire sometimes. Yeah. You get to the end of the week and you're like, Oh, absolutely. I've written a billion photo. Yeah. Captions. I'm on my, I'm, I'm on my thousand fiftieth <laughs> yeah. email. Yeah. And it's like, great. Right. You know, right. Oh, dude, yeah. I, I relate totally. Absolutely. But no, there's, there's so much beauty. I feel like in, you know, coming up just, showing God through your work, you yeah. know, and yeah. even, even your passions, your creative passions, you know, right. which, which you got to get into, you know, as soon as, as soon as you release your album or you go on the voice, you know, <laughs> we'll be, we'll be plugging that on the, I on the pod. You. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. It's coming. It's coming. It is. Um, but yeah, let's actually go there for a little bit and yeah. talk about like creative outlets, you know, cause, um, both of us, you know, we're in pretty creative jobs, yeah. um, creative by nature, but we also, you know, create outside of the workplace. Yeah. And so I'd love to hear like, you know, what gets you going creatively yeah. outside of the office? How do you use that um, for work, but also as like a yeah. outlet as well? You yes. Know? So yes. Talk about that. Oh man, I love it. Okay. So, so one thing that I've noticed is that my most creative moments don't happen when I'm doing the thing that I want to be creative about. Mm. That's, I, I just worded that terribly. But like, for example, yeah. no, if I'm writing a song, my best songwriting ideas don't come while I'm trying to write a song. Right. They come when I'm like working out or when yeah. I'm in the shower or when I'm yeah. driving down the road, right. you know? Um, and so the weird thing about creativity, which like I, everybody knows this, but the, the crazy thing about creativity is that it's one of those things that can't be uh, learned mm. as much as it, it, but it can be practiced. Yeah. Um, so the more you do creative things, the better creative ideas you have more consistently, yeah. but you can't really ever develop like a method for creativity. Mm-hmm. So yeah. one thing that I try to do is I just try to keep my mind stimulated. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, that's reading books. It's listening to like a lot of different kinds of music. Yeah. It's working out. Um, and then it is practicing. It's writing songs. It's right. just sitting down on my guitar and just playing, just seeing yeah. what comes. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, for me, those big outlets are like things that, that get my mind flowing, yeah. get my blood flowing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
dude. What is it? What I is it for that. you? I love that, man. I mean, I, I feel like I almost need it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I'm creative. Um, at my desk all day, you know, trying to think of, um, like you said, I'm either writing up something or right. trying to envision a, a theme park experience, you know, for a yeah. client or something like that. And when I get home, it's like, okay, I need something to kind of like, like still scratch that itch of creativity that I yes. still have, but yes. do it in a way that's not related to work, you know? Right. And so it's very much like an outlet for me. It's just saying like, yeah. all right, let's just think about nothing, but also everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, kind of, that probably sounds really weird to some people, but Absolutely. it's like, you know, I just want to put on a, a, a knitted hat and yeah. just sit with my <laughs> guitar, you know, Absolutely. and just, uh, Talk about my day. Yeah. You know, it's almost like therapeutic in it a is, way. It you is. Know? And Your knitted hat game too. Is, yeah. Oh, the hat game. Fire. Normally we've got a hat on this guy, but we forgot oh, one. Oh, dang. Uh, it's tough. We'll come in next week. Yeah. But, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, that's what I would say. It's just like, you know, I feel like it's important, um, whatever you do in life, yeah. to have outlets, to have creative outlets. You know, God yeah. created us. Um, you know, creation, it was a creative Thing, yeah, you know, yeah. As as dumb as that sounds, for coming out of my mouth, um, you get what it's I mean. True, you get though. what I mean. Yeah, but um, yeah. we're creative beings, and I feel like we should voice that in yeah. one way or another. Yeah. Um, and like you said, I mean, I think you said it so beautifully. And like, what I would add to that is just there's no formula to like creativity. Yeah. But still, that doesn't mean you're not creative, and that doesn't yeah. mean like you said you can't practice creativity. Right. And so, I it's, think that's huge. Yeah. There's a passage in Galatians where Paul, like the whole point of like the book of Galatians is like Christ alone, mm -hmm. like Jesus plus anything is nothing mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, and, and so, but he, he's talking about how he learned the gospel that he's come to preach. Yeah. And he says, um, I, I didn't learn this gospel. Like I wasn't taught this gospel. Mm -hmm. I received this gospel. Yeah. And it's, it's almost as if he like, he like spent some time with Jesus and it just like soaked into him, mm. you know? Wow. That's a way too theological yeah. like, analogy for saying like creativity is sort of the same way. Like it's not something that's taught. Mm. It's something that's almost like received. Yeah. And so I think as Christians, yeah, we have like this it. obligation to then steward that. Mm -hmm. Like it's a gift that has been given. Yeah. It's not something that other people have taught to us. I think it really is like a divine gift. Like yeah. God puts that in human beings as mm -hmm. part of what it means to be an image bearer of God. Yeah. And so then mm -hmm. we have a responsibility to like steward it and be like, all right, how do I make this better? Mm. How do I how do I grow with this? How do I let it grow me? Yeah. Um, and I think that's where just the practicing and the the getting getting alone yeah. um, and giving yourself an outlet for your thoughts and your feelings Dude. and your expression yeah. it's is incredible. And it could be like you were saying, just sitting down for a while and just thinking, mm -hmm. or or with your guitar. Yeah. Um, you know, it could be anything could for be anybody. Anything writing. Yeah. Um, even even just. Like a lot of people draw, paint, yeah. you know, whatever yeah. it is, do it. Absolutely. Do it more. Absolutely. Get creative. Get creative. <laughs> My fiance Kirsten will just go out on her back porch. And uh, it's one of the things I love about her. She has this profound appreciation for like the simplest things in life. Yeah. And, and so she'll go out on her back porch and just like drink coffee and write in her journal, oh, like random thoughts. That's awesome. And so one thing that's been really cool as, as our relationship has progressed is sometimes we've been together for like two uh, and no, officially we've been together for like almost two years. Yeah. And, um, 
and she'll go back and read me like things that she wrote when she was processing like some of the tough things that we worked through in the yeah. beginning of our relationship. Wow. Yeah. And it's beautiful to see like how she processed what she was mm. feeling, what she was going through. Yeah. And those moments of creative expression, just like I'm going to put this in words, I'm going to wow. see um, and I'm just going to try to try to express what I'm feeling. Like yeah. how those helped then inform the way she moved forward in our relationship, wow. which helped shape the way we moved forward yeah. in our relationship. Jeez. I think, I don't know why That's I'm off huge. on that. That's huge. Yeah, but I think that like that creativity can really affect yeah. the way we move forward with others too. Creativity heals. It does. It literally Simple does. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. And and I'll do the same thing with songs. Like mm-hmm. I'll express, um, you know, whether it's things that I've been hurt by in the past or things that have been like, amazing and in my relationship with Kirsten or whatever it is um, or even just a personal you know existential crisis or whatever (laughs) yeah I've had a few of those 100% (laughs) 100% it's incredible like it's so true creativity really does heal yeah it's it's awesome absolutely man yeah gosh it's good to hear your voice it's good to hear your voice it's good to hear your voice I feel like I got I definitely got smarter from just hearing you talk I mean likewise you need to be you need to be uh doing this podcast more i think so. i miss uh i miss weaver classes where we Dude, got to just weaver classes got to just crazy. say things <laughs> crazy oh my gosh if you guys don't know about weaver classes i hope he's watching this you can see where we're at now yeah <laughs> there's just no way to describe them dude i gotta talk to that guy sometime anyways <laughs> besides the point we're just having a personal conversation everybody's exactly. listening they're just like uh all right <laughs> cool not in this joke um, I've always loved inside jokes. Love to be a part of one someday. <laughs> Great reference. Great reference. Um, one thing that I saw on the Craig Rochelle podcast <laughs> that I want to start doing yeah. um, is like random questions you got to answer within like one or two seconds. Okay. Maybe give a quick rationale. Bet. So, um, first one favorite Marvel character and why? Thor. Okay. I think he has the best character development mm. because he goes oh, from. Cool. He goes from like he goes from super obtuse and proud mm. to he gets like uber humbled. <laughs> yeah. But then he almost gets like too humbled. Right. Like and and then um, in uh, in like Civil War mm-hmm. he's like kind of weird. Yeah. He's he's, he's always he's kind of he's kind of back and forth. Yeah. And then um, he gets super fat and like like loses his mind. He's right. Just drunk all yeah, the he's time. Yeah. Just drunk all the time, dude. <laughs> and yeah. then. He finally like like wakes up out of this reverie and like finds his oh true gosh. calling. Yeah, yeah, dude, what a testimony! I feel like <laughs> Thor it's kind has of a me. testimony. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Thor is me with just like way better physique. I I relate hey, to him on great. Appreciate it. <laughs> I relate to Thor on like mental and emotional levels. Okay, not physical levels, but mental that. and emotional. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Okay, um, favorite beverage. Oh. Peach kombucha. I'm a white girl. I have Peach no kombucha. excuse. I love kombucha personally, it's so, good, so I'm bro. really glad that you like it. It's so good. <laughs> you, have you ever had the uh, the pomegranate ones? No. Oh, dude, they're good. What what brand do you get? Uh, I think it's called Kavita. That's what I get. Uh, okay. Kavita, and there's another really big one that's super good. Yeah. I can't think of what it's called, but I can I can picture it like in little mason jars. Yes. Yes. It's delicious. I get the Kavita peach mango. Oh, so, so good. good, bro. So good. Yeah. Okay. Um, favorite saying. Ooh. Um. Psalm one hundred eight thirteen. It's a Bible mm. verse. That's kind of yeah. like a Christian cop out, but 
through God we shall do valiantly, for he it is that will tread down our enemies. Ooh. It's like a big verse Come for on. me in high school. So Come on, just now. my verse. I like that answer. Yeah, what about you? That's a good answer. Ooh. If we're going Bible verses, it's got to be Galatians 6, 9. Uh, I will not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season I shall reap. There we go. Like, that's like the one like I stood on like for everything. Like, yes. I mean, just like one of those verses, it's just like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like the like the season I'm in. Like, If I just serve faithfully here, yes. then the next season I'll be good. So you know? good. So, so good. All Bro. right. Oh, last one? Yes. Last one. If you could have lunch with anyone past or present... It could be alive or dead. Can't oh, be Jesus. Snap. No more Christian. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. But um. Oh. But yeah. Who would it be? Do they have to be a real person? No. Nope. Can they be fictional? They can be a character. I'd love to have lunch with Michael Scott. Mm. I'd love to pick his brain. I would love it's to. Pick great his business brain. minds, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's about people. <laughs> <laughs> just, I would just love to ask him questions. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, amazing answer. What about you? Ooh. Great question. You know, for some reason, just the name that keeps coming into my head right now is um, Alan from, uh, <laughs> from, gosh, I can't even remember the movie now. Bro, what's the movie where they all get, know. Grant, do you know what that movie is? Um, where they all like go on like a bachelor party and they, um, it's like uh, Bradley Cooper's in it. Oh, Hangover. The Hangover series. Oh. <laughs> Dude, he's this guy. He's like a, he goes, he introduces himself. He's like, hi, I'm Alan. Stay at home, son. <laughs> it's like the most classic character. That's I don't incredible. even know the movie series oh, and I know dude. his name. That's I haven't seen it. I gotta, I gotta dude, add this to my two watch list. Check it out. Um, it's go. it's not very um, Christian, but, it, <laughs> but it's uh, it's pretty funny. I'm with so. you. I'm with you. <laughs> the office isn't super Christian either, I, so it is what it is. We're all we're all screwed. Well, thanks for coming, dude. Appreciate you for having me. What a time. Oh. <laughs> dude, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>